Good afternoon, evening, evening. welcome to the episode Bad seven. Podcast. Episode seven, we made it. We have to made episode it. seven. I did not die last week. Well, I know you told everybody I had explosive diarrhea. Well, that wasn't a lie. Like that was the real deal. <laughs> no. I mean, I think I heard that you would shake your pants. No, that did not happen. Okay, that did I did, happen. I, but I, I did not want to ruin your nice carpet and new chairs. This is the most so. expensive free carpet on the planet. <laughs> so that's very exciting. No, but I do want to thank Drew for filling in for me last week. He did a uh, piss poor job. I mean, fantastic job of <laughs> filling in for me last week. Um, you know, he only sounded like a bumbling idiot once or twenty times. So I would say twice. Twice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, it wasn't ben. too bad at all. I thought he did a really good job. What no. do you think, Andrew? Thanks, Ben, for that nice compliment. <laughs> Look, he's, he's even talking more than one word. I know. Oh. That's what amazed me last week. Whenever uh, whenever he told me he was going to fill in for me, I'm like, oh, so you're going to talk the whole time, and Drew's going to sit over and go, yes. <laughs> he <laughs> no. did more talking than I expected. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed. He did a great job last week. It, and great insight on uh, on your topics last week, so I'm I'm yeah. pleasantly pleasantly pleased. Shockingly, like we had a lot of views last week on the show, so so maybe I should leave and Drew should sit in. I mean, if the analytics tell us anything, <laughs> so maybe next week Drew will sit where you're at, and I'll sit here, and then we'll see. I see mean, get what gets more views. I mean, you never know, right? Never yeah. know until you try. That is true. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. So this week, uh, episode seven, we're going to go over traveling with kids. Okay, that's and, awesome. Uh, we're going to do the cheap or moderately priced beverage off. Off. Yes, I I got to say, I don't know, I'm sure you saw, and you mentioned a few times in those comments, about, what, two or three weeks ago, we put up, hey, tell us all the cheap beers. There was an absurd amount of comments that we got back in that Facebook that Facebook post. It was great. We do appreciate all the feedback we got on it. We have a few of them tonight. Uh, B&H Market was kind enough to sponsor tonight's cheap beer off. Um, and they gave us, what, four, yeah, four 22s eight. and one big boy or something? Yeah, like, it was whatever. so ridiculous. I don't even know if you can... Yeah. I don't know how somebody could drink all of that personally, but... I don't know. We'll see. So B&H, thank you again for sponsoring that. I'm a little upset, though. They didn't give us any brown bags. I feel like when you're drinking a oh, when you're drinking a 22 ounce, you should have a brown bag. But then we can't show it off. <laughs> that is true. If you it's can't in see a brown bag. Yeah. But I do agree. Maybe that's what they should do when they sell them. You get a free brown bag. Yeah. Hey, Joe, look into that. You need brown bags. Yeah. Joe should figure that out. That's yeah. a good one. I mean, we I gave him some good ideas a few <laughs> weeks ago that we're not going to discuss here. <laughs> no. And I think he's going to run with them. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. I doubt it. But yeah. <laughs> well, I have confidence. <laughs> That'll be pretty exciting. That so, will be. Um, a couple quick things before we start. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Uh, we did set up and we have a lot of things on Instagram now. So it's Dad Bad Podcast. Um, be sure to do that. The podcast is live lately um, by tonight. Um, just depending on the internet speeds and stuff. So last week we did have it up by 9 o'clock, which was great. Right. So when you subscribe to the podcast, Google Play, Apple iTunes, anything like that, it is fully live and ready to go usually by Monday morning at the latest. So we are excited about that. So. Well, that's great. Let's uh, let's hit our intro and... Yeah, let's get started. Let's get started. Absolutely. And then Amanda will alert us when we're... Go down to the next page. 
All right. That was an awesome intro yet again. That was it fantastic. Was. Whoever put that together needs a round of applause that they're never going to get. Man, I'm telling you. It's phenomenal. <laughs> that is wonderful. So this is a new segment we have, right? This is At a new the beginning. So I thought about this um, long and not hard. And one of our very first... Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> one of our very first podcasts, uh, Andy called out B&H Market and told them to get off their ass. I gotta say... It worked. What happened? It worked. Ironically, they're uh, they're now a, an amazing sponsor of ours. They are. And we appreciate everything. Yep. They did a great job. So now we're going to do the get off your ass call out segment. Okay. I like that. That's nice. It is beautiful. So is that... My idea, then? It's your idea, and then I just... I, I don't know if I piggybacked off your idea, or if I just stole your idea, or how it works. Either way, it's fine. I think we got collaboration. Yeah. That's what we'll That's go with, good. collaboration. I would agree. Beautiful thing. Nail it. Good job, So, man. since you started the get off your ass... Okay. I think you should do the first official get off your ass. <clears throat> so, one of the people that we have randomly spoken about on this podcast is Tim Allen. Not the random Tim <laughs> Allen that lives in Robertsville. Like, not that guy or the one that lives in Washington, D.C. The Tim Allen that lives in Michigan and does all the pure Michigan commercials and his Last Man Standing show is coming back to Fox. Yeah, Fox. Last Man Standing, 29th? something like that. See, yeah. we're even giving him a free plug right now, which will get him a lot of views. September 28th. So our goal is to get Tim Allen off his ass into our podcast live and in studio. So tell him right now. Tim Allen, get off your ass and get to our podcast. Absolutely. Get yes. off your ass, Tim Allen. Yes. Tired. We need to have like some kind of stinger that like comes across as, Get off your ass! Like something like that. A little banner maybe. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. Yeah, we'll make a banner for the Get Off Your Ass segment. And then, yeah, I think, you know, hey... Tim Allen has his own Facebook page. All of our listeners, the millions yeah. and thousands of you, share this. Share it. Tell them. Get off your ass, Tim Allen, and get to Andy's basement. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing what, what weird about that. No. We're not going to ask him to get naked. We're not. Maybe. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> no. No nakedness. No, but that's awesome. So every week, I would assume, we're going to have some get-off-your-ass person that we're going to talk about. Person? Company? Yeah, Tim Allen is going to be the running one until he shows up. Well, we'll, we'll include Tim Allen on the get-off-your-ass segment until... But he's always going to be a part of it. He's always going to be a part yes. of it. Yes. I think even when he shows up, he's going to be a part of it. Yeah. And then we also need a vaping company to get off your ass. No, we're not vaping on this show. Ever. We're still not vaping. Why can't vaping be a segment? No, it'll vaping. never be a segment. It, we're going to work on that. <laughs> I got this going. <laughs> You got this going. You got your get off your ass segment, but however, I don't think we'll yeah. ever get a vaping. Segment. We're not. We're not going to work on it. Actually, no. Well, uh, EP we'll says try. no. We'll try. The executive producer is in charge. She however, is in charge. If I just randomly picked up a vape and started vaping, I mean, what are you going to do? Leave the podcast? Amanda will immediately stop the stream and we'll push you out. Drew will sit in, and is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> And then is that how it works? That could, have, that, that could be how it works. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll give it a shot. Let's roll on. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Very cool. So what's our first topic tonight, Ben? Traveling with kids. Nice. So <laughs> I sent you a meme about this um, a couple days ago. 
about how to remember when your kid's in the car, you leave your second beer in their cup holder so that you have to go get their... That is, I mean, I did laugh pretty hard at that. I, I LOL'd you a lot. lot. Yeah. Yes. I didn't throw shade. <laughs> so, look, last week, <laughs> last week you got the kid lingo. I understand, but let's we're not going to kid lingo it this week. Right. And we never leave Drew in the car. No. Well, no. No. We can crack a window for Drew, though. Okay. That's a good point. I he's, appreciate that. He's 15 at this yes. point. Yeah. I can't wait until he turns 16 and he can start driving us around. That would be great. Hey, come pick us up from the bar. Yeah. Hey, Drew, get off your ass and come pick yeah. us up. Maybe that should be one of the next segments. His birthday segment will be a get off your ass segment as well. That's a good one. He won't be here, but we'll just trash him. Absolutely. On the on our podcast. Awesome. So moving on. <laughs> the traveling with kids. Um, as dads, we start to travel more. I okay. think anyway. Uh, we start to travel more and I guess maybe you travel as much as you did, but you start paying attention more because you have more things to think about. More okay. things to worry about, more things to get ready, more things to be prepared for. So one of the first things, and I did a lot of research on this and looked at a lot of different blogs, a lot of different vlogs, all women related, but I kind of tailored it to us. And uh, one thing was constantly badgering men about how impatient they are. Wow. I'm not impatient at all. Have you met yourself? Yeah, I'm not new. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're not new to you? But, I'm getting a little impatient right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what a lot of women said was just men in general are impatient when it comes to traveling. It's get in the car, hurry up, let's go. So they feel like they're forgetting stuff. So I think our number one thing that we need to tell men in general is be patient. Okay. It takes you a little longer now when you have children to get ready, to get things going to get in the car and I still do it with my wife I'm like why are you still doing your hair she's like well because I had to get the kid dressed I had to get the kid's hair done the kid's teeth brushed so now two minutes ago I started getting myself ready sorry yeah I could see how that could be uh, that could be frustrating it is, it is from frustrating from both sides though like as men were like come on let's go I was ready I showered shaved yeah. put on my clothes and I'm ready to go and that yeah. only took like five minutes yeah five minutes no right. the hell we're an hour deep and you're just now getting ready let's go hey we're supposed to leave at like noon and it's five o'clock yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that happens sometimes it does it yeah. does and then an argument starts yeah it's it's just it's awful yeah, it, it that's does. terrible so something also to remember is that you're um you got to be prepared to your trip's going to take longer. Whether it's so, I tailored everything in this segment mostly about car riding. Okay. Um, flights, you guys covered a little bit last week, so we'll cover a little bit this week about yeah. flights and stuff. But I tailored most of this to uh, car riding. So you got to remember everything's going to take longer. Yes. Uh, kids have small bladders. Really? So you're going to have to stop multiple times. Just don't feed them or give them water. Yeah, well, neglect, whatever. I mean, that's... Yeah, I I mean, I'm not saying (laughs) I would do that, but, I mean, that would definitely prevent those issues. Right, or just don't bring your kid, right? Put him in the closet, you and your wife go, or you and your significant other go. I mean, that's probably frowned upon. But feeding and not feeding... Well, or better regulation during a trip could also prevent some of those stops. 
This is true. Yes. Not starving a child, because that's obviously frowned upon, but also regulating that a little bit more than normal could probably get away with that a little bit. I do that for myself. Like, when we go to Michigan, the last stop we make on the way home is Chicago, and we don't stop again. Not for anything. Wait, that's the only stop we make. That's the only stop. We make it from Detroit to Chicago. Stop, pee, whatever, and then... all. Now, if we had a kid in the car, that would be probably different. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I regulate my intake, so that way I don't drink anything all the way to Chicago, and then I have a little bit all the way through the ride home. And then you don't have to stop again because you don't have to pee. I, so regulating a kid is a little different than regulating it. Look, an I'm adult, not saying though. it's it's not easy or it's easy or whatever, but that can also probably assist with that a little bit. Yeah, That's all no. I'm trying to say. No, I get you. I mean, you don't have to I yell at me about I, it. But. <laughs> I'm not yelling yet. <laughs> Damn it, Andy! <laughs> the fact that you're talking about regulating when you're the one that has to bail in the middle of a podcast to go take a pee, and how we have to have pre-production notes for you to go potty before. <laughs> All right, look, we already discussed that older gentlemen, such as myself, at 37, sometimes that happens to older gentlemen. Okay. And I haven't done it since. No, you haven't. That was a big mistake on my part. And I could not be more apologetic. Well, we got your depends now, so you're good. I'm going right now. (laughs) All right, let's move on. So you said it'll take longer, right? So it'll take longer. So kids in there, they're going to want to eat, and yeah. you know they want to get out and stretch, and they don't, they won't want to feel cramped. Right. Slide. Yeah. And it it's going to take a little bit longer. So you have to be prepared for that. You right. have to be prepared for the fact that you're going to spend an extra probably hour in a trip, maybe even two hours, depending on how long your trip is, for those things. Yeah, managing those things and changing diapers if they got to get out use the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. It is going to take... I remember as a kid traveling with my folks, I've always had some bathroom issues, I guess you could call it, over the years. And we had to stop a lot. Because the second, like, we'd leave a rest stop and I'd just use the bathroom, I'd always have to go again. And I don't know if that's some weird childhood issue in my head or whatever, but yeah, I used to have a lot of those issues as a kid and it did not make my parents very happy. <laughs> and now you have the, every time we walk into a retail store, you have to use the bathroom, which doesn't make your wife happy. You know what's shocking about that, though? At work, that doesn't happen. But yet, if we walk into a Costco, under five minutes, I have to use the bathroom. And I could have used the bathroom 20 minutes before that. It's the weirdest thing. Best Buy, Walmart, wherever we are. It's within five minutes every single time. I'm pretty you, sure you Andy could write a book about the bathroom retail bathrooms across the U.S. That's what I was going to say. Is he just doing like some research and development for it seems Bed Bath like, & Beyond? Yeah. Is like, R&D. hey, I'm going to go in and see every bathroom to see what they've got. Do sure. they have those air blade dryers or do they have the paper towels? Yeah, those do happen at Costco. Yeah. You have the Airblade Dyson dryers. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. So does Sam's. I'm, I yeah. hate those things. I hate Sam's, though. <laughs> Sam's, do not get off your ass. <laughs> All right. So you said always pack for the occasion, right? Always pack for the occasion. So uh, snacks and drinks, um, definitely something you need, to, uh, you need to pack. Yep. Because you don't want to have to stop at the gas station every five minutes. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. And I'm it's thirsty. so expensive. Like, it is. It's better to probably prep in advance for that, right? Absolutely. Celery sticks. Ants on a log. Ants on a log. I haven't had ants on a log in a long God, time. Man, I would die for an ants on a log right now. I hope everybody knows. If you don't know what that is, it's celery 
with peanut butter, and then you put little raisins, and it looks like little ants on a log. Yeah, and it's amazing. Oh my god, it is. I think this after, glass is too heavy, by the way. <laughs> after this, we're going to uh, the local market B and H and grabbing some celery. It's a good idea. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna make some ants on a log. Maybe they could drop some off in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Hey, somebody, B and H, come up and bring us some ants on a log. There you go. But something that I noted in there is to avoid heavily sugared snacks and drinks. That's a really good point. So you don't want your kid to be all hopped up in the back of the car, bouncing off the off the car seat or in the seatbelt. I want to get out. I want to go. Plus, once you get there, they're going to be all hopped up, and you're just drove for however many hours. You're like, just shut up. Right. I want just. I want. I want to stretch for a second. I want to relax for a second. Right. And they're ready to go. So something to do is just avoid those heavily sugared snacks and drinks. Yeah. Um, you know, as best as possible. It helps keep your kids under control in the car, and when you get to where you're going. So that's a very valid point. Because the other thing, too, you figure back in the day, I didn't have to sit in a car seat, and I could just run around the car. Like, you could do that in a station wagon or whatever you drove. It wasn't that big of a deal. Now a child has to be confined confined to a car seat, and that's got to be rough. Sitting in a car seat for, like, even four hours, eight hours, ten hours, like, that's got to be a rough thing for a kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you should not forego that to let them run around in the car because you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, getting out, stopping, letting them run around a little bit, yeah, that's going to definitely add a lot of time. So I'm assuming in the future when we get foster children or adopt, our nine-hour trip to Michigan is going to take 11 or 12 due to that additional stops, running around, letting them tire out, all those kind of things. When you did read, though, some of the blogs that you did go over, was there anything about leaving late at night so that way it hits their sleep pattern? So they sleep. so that way they sleep through the majority of the trip. Because if they normally go to bed at eight thirty and you leave at eight thirty, that's normally their body figuring it out. Right. Is there anything but regarding? When, but when do you go to sleep? Eight thirty. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna want to get up and drive in the middle of your normal sleep. We always do time. that though. We always drive overnight. To avoid traffic and everything. But you get tired out, too, and, and that's what my well, point we is. And, that's what, and, and you're right. I did look this up, and, and that was one of the things. It's like, if you can, you know, if your significant other can hang out with the kids, watch the kids or whatever, yep. and then yeah. you take a nap, whoever's going to drive the first leg, take a nap, mm-hmm. and then start out late at night, and then the significant other can take a nap in the car. You guys can switch so that the kids do sleep through the majority or the duration of the drive absolutely yeah that's definitely a great thing to do but that doesn't always work and like for instance my wife goes to kansas city quite often to visit her dad okay um so that's a now that we have her it's about a four four and a half hour ride and sometimes she goes by herself so that's not an option for her is to you know leave or anything like that late at night but we've, we've done that for years, like even when we lived in Jersey, and even when we would pick up Drew and Amy when they were younger, we always tried to do it overnight. We like overnight driving better because there is less traffic. There's a lot of benefits to doing the overnight driving, but that's just kind of been our thing for years. And then you will usually arrive there 2, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, depending on kind of where you're going or how long it took. And then we would take a quick nap, and then we'd be all set to go. Yeah. And, again, with a child, again, that kind of adds a few wrinkles to that. However, having them sleep during that time, 
I would assume it'd be potentially tremendously beneficial. I think younger kids sleep better in cars than older kids because it's not necessarily a comfortable thing sitting in a car seat. Agreed. Like my my daughter sits in a car seat now with that you know three point four point harness on and it it just doesn't look comfortable. Like when she Mm-mm. when she passes out when she falls asleep in the car, she just does not look comfortable. No. And I I don't see her sleeping for a, a whole duration of a trip because of that. Right. But I would agree with that absolutely. So another thing that um, was highlighted was clothing, making sure that you have the appropriate clothing pack, making packs. I'm an overpacker. Amanda's an underpacker. She's an underpacker? Yep. So she forgets things, but you bring them in. She went to New York for three days and just took a tiny bag. So It's not that I forget stuff. I just literally plan out my days. Right. So I only pack what I need. Which was super funny. I took a tiny bag and my roommate took a gigantic haul a dead person around in it suitcase. And we were there for the exact same amount of time. (laughs) So I feel like sometimes when we go to Sam's on like a weekend day, my wife will pack a suitcase just to go to Sam's. But then she'll forget the list. (laughs) Right. So you you pack everything that we don't need for this whole trip. But yet you forgot the list. The only thing that we do need. Uh Uh-huh. So, sorry, babe. By the way, if you're watching, listening, I probably just got a text right now that yelling at me. <laughs> Quit telling everybody about this. But that's the truth. It, it you watch, They watch. They watch. They pack for different occasions. So yep. just make sure that you pack for what's needed. Extra jackets, hats, gloves, wherever you're going destination-wise. Um, well, another thing. But to ahead. that point, really quick, sorry to cut you off, but it's also ensuring the weather of where you're going. Right. Like, we've screwed that up before. I remember a few years ago when we went to Texas for Amanda's brother's graduation from the military. And Michigan, for some weird reason, in March was really warm. We were like, this is great. And then we brought, like, pants, short sleeve shirts. We didn't bring any jackets. And it was like 30 degrees in Texas. Like, it was so (laughs) retarded. Like, we could have. I got really sick. Yeah, you did too, because we sat outside for like eight hours watching him graduate, which was awesome. And we were freezing. Like, again, with a child, check the weather where you're going. Because no matter, even if you're going south, that could easily be a much different weather story than you would normally be accustomed to. But I think part of what I was saying there, too, is make sure you pack for every occasion. Yes. So, as some people do, they look at the weather, like you were sure. saying, and they're like, oh, it's going to be 65 degrees and sunny right. and beautiful out. Yep. And then you get there, and it's... 30 degrees and raining and miserable and you have nothing and you're not prepared for any of that Mm -hmm. so i always and i always do this is i always pack just an extra little bag on the side with a jacket a rain jacket make sure that we have an umbrella whatever the wherever we're going like when we go to the zoo i make sure we have an umbrella stuff like that just to make sure well when we drive to michigan my entire trunk is full yeah for absolutely no reason at all like, it's unbelievable. We flew a few months ago to Michigan, and Amanda's like, wait, we can't bring 8,000 things with us? I was like, no, unfortunately we can't. But with a child, like, you are going to have those extra things because you never know. They could soil their clothes that they're in. They could throw up all over them. Weather could be significantly different. Like, those are huge things that you want to keep an eye on. Oh, yeah. So, and 
when you're flying with children, TSA actually has a list, and I looked this up, TSA has a list of things that you can bring. Really? Uh, because you can't bring liquids and stuff like that through, but uh, mothers who are nursing can bring breast milk through in sealed bags. Hmm. Um, you just can't bring waters and stuff like that through. You can buy them obviously on the other side of the gate, but you can bring in breast milk and stuff like that. Wow. So when you're going to the airport with children, younger children, you might want to take a little bit of extra time um, to make sure you can check through and go through with that stuff. Um, awesome. But they will allow that. Very cool. Very nice. Uh, something else that we mentioned was toys. Okay. Making sure that your your children are stimulated during the ride. Um, car games, if they're old enough to play car games, stuffed animals. Like my daughter will not go anywhere overnight without her stuffies, as she calls them. <laughs> I, need, I need my stuffies. Um, which are typically a little stuffed lamb, which okay. she calls Lammy, and a hippo. Yep. Um, she loves hippos for whatever reason. All right. Which she calls puddles. <clears throat> wow. I have She's no got idea. a lot of nicknames. But it. I know. I'm not crying about it, but I'm just saying, like, those things can have a profound effect. It does. Like, it's I would probably measure. be a CEO of a company if they hadn't done that. Well, I don't know about that, but it it is a security measure. It's a security item for children. Yeah, you know, and I let's Drew, you're here tonight. Do you have something when you were a child that you used to cling to and hang on with, or um, do you still like your Xbox? You hang on to it and cling yeah, to he it. Sleeps, <laughs> he sleeps with his Xbox. With his Xbox, he spoons it. Um, I used to have um a blanket, like how my dad said. Yeah, I had kind of like a blanket. I don't. Thing I really called it anything, but you didn't call it the go go. No, no. Andy tried really hard to get him to call it the go go, though. Really? Did you? Yeah. And I think that was the your mom thing because she brought it up recently. Yeah. And said that all of you had one. We did. All of us did. My brother had a knot in his, and he would rub it on his ribs at night when he would try to fall asleep. <laughs> I don't know Which if I needed one? to tell anybody that, but it was really awkward. Which one? Uh. Matt or oh. Ben, I think. I don't remember. I can see that. But it's really strange. But yeah. those type of things, like, kids have them, and they make them feel... And if it makes a kid feel comfortable, then why not? Like, right. it's not that big of a deal, but to your point, which is very valid, if you forget that stuff, you are shit out of luck. Yeah, you're in for a world of hurt. Like, that is, like, world-ending type of shit. Oh, yeah. So, we used to let her, my daughter take her animals and blankets. She has a blanket, too. It's a Valentine's Day blanket. Um, we used to let her take it to daycare, and she forgot it there one night, and I don't know how we got her to sleep. Yeah. She was throwing a fit, running through the house looking for this thing, and I'm like, I yep. really think we forgot it at daycare, so now we don't let her take it anymore. Right. Um, but, yeah, that was that was tough for her. I bet. Yeah. It was her security blanket, her favorite item. So make sure that you're packing those things and make sure that they're in the car so that you have those. Yep. So another topic that I that I explored was activity ideas. Okay. Um, what One thing that I really found interesting in a few of the articles I read was give your kid a camera. Okay. Even if it's a disposable camera or, you know, just they a still cheap, make those? Yeah. You can still get film developed at Walmart, uh, who Walgreens. That, who does that? They're out there. Okay. I know. I no idea. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a thing still. It's a thing still. Well, we used to give Amy and Drew a camera, and they would just take pictures up their nose. <laughs> Is that... He still does that now. I think I saw him all ago with his iPhone taking a picture up his nose. Probably. But make sure that you give them a camera so that they, you can capture the trip from their perspective. And it's like a job for them, too, because yeah. then they get involved in interaction and all that kind of it, stuff. It gives, a, it gives you an idea of what they find interesting, too. Yep. So that was something I read is, so you can plan your next trip around what they find interesting yep. because you got pictures of what they found interesting on their first trip. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, so in, in another article I read was have them journal. Have them write a journal out. Of, of things that excited them, things that they saw, things that they liked. That's interesting. Things that they didn't like. You know, oh, mom and dad drug me through this. I hated every second of it that I was there. But then we went here for whatever, ice cream or this or that, and it was amazing. It was awesome. Huh. That's a great idea. I never would have thought of that. But it also gives you something to put together for when they're older, too. Right. You know, because I don't remember all the trips I took when I was a kid. Right. But if I'd have had a camera and documented those trips or if I'd have journaled those trips, mm-hmm. that would have been something neat to look back on and be like, oh, wow, you know what? When I was a kid, I really enjoyed this. Maybe I'll take my daughter here and I can share with her and I'd be like, hey, when I was a kid, you know, daddy went here and mm-hmm. these were the things that I liked. Sure. That would you be know? awesome. I think that's also something, you know, it's funny. We always joke that the only time parents have a ridiculous amount of video and a ridiculous amount of pictures of their kids is when they're unfortunately murdered and on Dateline. Because <laughs> if you look, right, like every kid or, or adult that has those stories on Dateline, there's always a ton of stuff, right? Yeah. I don't have any of that as a kid. And it is, it's, it's not disappointing, but you do look back and you're like, gosh, I wish I had something to remember that by, or I wish there was pictures for that. Because it is... It, it is something good for a kid to be able to look back, but it's also even better if I could say, hey, Drew, here's what we did 20 years ago or whatever. Here was our trip or here was our thing that we took. But I would also say Amanda and I, unfortunately, we forget that a lot. Like we have a really good camera upstairs that literally sits in the kitchen island and it rarely leaves because we always forget we should have taken it today when we went to the river. Like, right. We never, ever remember to document our stuff, and that is such an extremely good point to make sure that you document it because that's a big deal. Well, I think a lot of people now get so complacent about cameras because we have them on our phones. Mm-hmm. So, in to your point, a while ago you were like, "They still have those?" Right? Well, yeah, they still have disposable cameras. They still have the little, you know, click cameras. I think there's yep. Polaroids coming out with a new Polaroid camera, right. which is kind of interesting to me kind That's of kind of cool polaroid's been making a comeback for the last couple of years don't call it a comeback they have tons of cute little cameras and they have cameras now that you don't have to have the printer on the side they just it's all one uh i, I feel like they're a really big deal for kids right now yeah, yeah that's huge but if you the the nice thing about and why I mentioned a disposable camera is because you limit what the kid can take a picture of, right? right? So it's something that they're really excited about. It's something that really interests them, and yep. that's why they're going to take a picture of it. Because you can look at them and say, "Hey, you've got thirty two pictures to take, and that's it." Yep. So when you go with like, "Hey, I've got this, you know, nice camera that you can take." 152 pictures, yeah, you're going to get pictures of up the nose and eyeballs and stuff like that. But when you tell the kid, hey, I want you to take a picture of what interests you, you've only got 32 pictures to take. Yep. That's a great idea. It limits what what they find interesting, and then you really find out what's interesting to your child. Sure. 
Absolutely. I would agree with that. That's uh, a great idea. Something that we take with us is the Kindle Fire um, or an iPad, um, any kind of electronic device. But what I always tell everybody is to limit that to when it's dark outside. When your kid can't look out the window and see the sights and see different things. You know, when, when it's dark outside and all you see is lights going by and stuff like yep. that, limit it to that time. Sure. You know, That's a great let idea. them see the sights. Let them see the... The am- giant ball of yarn. The giant ball of yarn. The giant Superman. There's a place not far from here, right, babe? Is it in Illinois that has... Remember our neighbor's dad stopped there on his way home and they have a giant, like, mailbox and rocking chair and... Yes, Do you remember that? It is. I, I feel like Branson called, has I, a giant rocking chair. I know they have a giant Indian like statue. Yeah. Weirdly enough, did you but hit the explicit button when we started? I will on the upload. Okay, so weirdly enough, when you look at the Indian on one way, it looks like he's got a penis. Wait, what? Yeah. I didn't want us to say <laughs> penis today. <laughs> Dick, cock, whatever you want to say. Balls. Balls. But weirdly <laughs> enough, when you look at this Indian from one direction, it looks like he's got a penis. But if you look at it from if the other direction, talk it's like hand. that. We can't have you on the podcast. <laughs> but it, it, those are things that you don't want your child to miss out. I want my Correct. child to miss out on the penis of the Indian, but you don't want your child to miss out on like the giant ball of yarn. Right. Just interesting stuff, like like vacation. Right. So the Cadillac Ranch is is what Amanda just pulled up, where there are just. Cadillacs buried in the dirt. I've seen, yeah, like, and people spray paint on them and stuff like that. That is something neat and interesting that you may only yeah. get to see once in your life. That's phenomenal. Like so, if you go past any monuments, anything like that, like that's great. Like we have, and we don't do it unfortunately much anymore. But anytime you see the roadside sign that says "Go here to see this" or "Go here to see that," we used to do a lot of that. And really, there's also some kind of Hey, babe, if you look up in Nebraska or Iowa, wall drugs, I think is what it's called. Wall, yeah, drugs. So, I'm not kidding you. So, this place, I guess, is supposed to be amazing. South Dakota. South Dakota. So, you drive, if you're 100 miles away from this thing, there are signs... (laughs) Every 20 feet that says, what is wall drugs? Who is wall drugs? Like, it's one of those things where if your kids saw it, they'd be like, we gotta go there, we gotta go there, we gotta go there. And then you get there, I would guess it's amazing. I've fortunately never went there or whatever. But it's one of those things where they advertise it all over the place. You pull off the side of the road. Near there, there's like a corn museum. Like, there's all this crazy stuff. But to your point... There was a T-Rex coming out of that thing. I'm going... I want to go to Wall Drugs. That place is supposed to be unbelievable. What are you doing next weekend? (laughs) I guess we're going to Wall Drugs. Let's go. I'll tag them in the post. Live. We can get free tickets or something. Live podcast, live stream from Wall Drugs. Right. But again, to your point, which is very valid, is having your kid experience those things, they could use their camera to take some pictures while they're there, journal about it, whatever. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, great. absolutely. Yeah. There's a there was a little roadside museum on the way to Colorado from Missouri. Um, it was in Kansas, I believe it was in Kansas. Did they you get any edibles while you're in Colorado? No. Oh. There was recently the, the gentleman had passed away and they closed it down, but he had. <laughs> it was an oddity museum, is what it was. Okay. It was like you could climb up to the tower and you really you 
felt like you needed to be harnessed in to climb up this tower. Wow. But you could see five states from there. And Holy cow. There was a pile of bones that were probably like a, a cow had died. And he just threw these bones in the corner. But this was like a T-Rex <laughs> pile of bones. Huh. It was just an oddity museum. But it was something different, something ke- uh, kitschy. Yeah. Something that you know you wouldn't normally see. Right. And those are things that you should not miss out on as a kid. Yep. I and, would agree. and as an adult, even. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Those kids are riding a jackalope at Waldrug. Now I definitely want to go there. Mm-hmm. I agree. We should go. Yep. But on the iPad thing, on the electronic device thing, limit it to the night. Make sure that you have headphones because there's nothing you want to hear more than a kid's TV show. Right. Um, Bluetooth headphones, if possible, wired-in headphones, whatever the case may be. But make sure you bring headphones. Probably wired so they don't die. Yeah, wired so that they don't die. Not the kids, but the headphones. That, yes, that's obviously what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry, but you had Kid Safety Next. Yeah, Kid Safety Next. What is the GPS device for your kid? Like, you can buy something that clips onto them or something? So there's multiple things out there. There's the tag, which is a small little, looks like a tag that you would put on clothing or whatever. Um, I've seen it to where they put it on a keychain okay, and then clipped it to the kid's uh, belt loop. Like a carabiner? Like a little carabiner clipped it to the kid's belt Like a janitor set of keys. Yeah, so that they could... They could keep track of the kids. Um, they make a watch now where you can you can track your child from the watch. And also the, the watch will let you dial out one number. And it, just like your Apple Watch, just like my Apple Watch, whatever, that you can dial out one number to and it'll you can actually call or you can get a GPS signal from. Hmm. But those are something... Nowadays, there's just too many things that happen. Kids go missing. Right. And I say nowadays, but that's been going on for years. Right. Um, Kids go missing. So have that safety feature in mind. Yep. Another point that I brought up was meeting spots. When you're in an amusement park or something like that, designate a meeting spot. If you get separated from the group, hey, we walked in at this gate or, hey... Wow. <laughs> it's Six Flags, you know, hey, we're going to meet at the Fountain or the Batman ride or whatever that case may be, but designate a meeting spot. That didn't really work out. No, your Goose Island port Damn. was terrible there. Yeah, but what the hell happened? It wasn't even shook. And it exploded. <laughs> I, I have no idea. No, but your point, that's really good. Meeting spots. I like to take a picture of your kid every day. Right. So that's huge. I don't understand the brand your child, though. Like, is that one of those hot irons? So two things on, on, on what you just talked about. The uh, take a picture of your child every day. The take a picture of your child every day is important because you actually have a picture of what your child is wearing that day. Yep. And a most current and recent photo of your child. Because the other thing, too, on that is when people kidnap the kid, if that happens, it's... It's highly likely they change clothes, but not shoes. Right. So it's also a good idea to have the full body shot, yeah, including shoes. Because nobody carries shoes; they just carry a few clothes, change clothes, then they don't recognize the kid. So right. So the brand your child. Um, brand your child is you take a marker. Um, if you have a sharpie, take a sharpie, whatever the case may be, and on the inside of the arm, just write your phone number. Write your phone number. Write your name. Or amandymedia.com. Amandymedia.com. <laughs> write, your, write your phone number, write your name on the inside of your child's arm. Not your child's name, yep. but your name and your phone number. Okay. And, and that way, if the child gets lost and somebody finds your child, your name and phone number is right there 
so that they can call you if somebody finds your child. Drew. Um, if you don't have a Sharpie or a permanent marker, you can also take um, clear nail polish, write it on with marker, take clear nail polish, and run clear nail polish over the top of it so that it becomes waterproof. It can't be washed off. It can't be washed yep. off. It'd be harder to get washed off. So that uh, so that your your kid's gonna sweat, or if you're in an amusement park, they might get wet. Whatever the case may be, yep. it's not gonna it's not gonna come off. And somebody couldn't just wipe it off. Then. Somebody couldn't just wipe right. it off. But I mean, if your kids, unfortunately, we have to talk about it, if your kids gonna get abducted. They're not gonna call the phone number. But if your kids just missing and they're you know they go to somebody park security or whoever, yep, you can tell them they they can see. Yeah. Hey Ben, phone number. For sure. The number one thing is just make sure you don't write your child's name on it, so yes. that so that somebody across the room can't see the name on it. Be like, "Hey, Drew, come over here. I know your mommy and daddy." You he, know, he he he's fallen for that too many times. I know. Yes. I, hey, Drew, I've got free Wi-Fi and Fortnite in my van. Come on over. Wait, really? Yeah. And then see. would you go in that van? In a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have Fortnite and Wi-Fi. Can you get in? So, I feel like even though this uh, goes away from the kid topic, adults also can use that. I was in New York City one time by myself for a job interview. This was a while ago, and we lived on the East Coast. And I went into Starbucks and got a coffee. And, of course, they always write your name on the cup. And then I had this super creepy guy that was looking for money uh, come up to me and say, Hey, Amanda, can you help me out? I really need some help. And it freaked me out. Because it was when we first moved there. I'm from the Midwest, not used to that kind of thing. Uh, and I from then on, anytime I got Starbucks in the city, I didn't give them my actual name. But um, when I was there just a week and a half ago with some people from work, I told them that story and was like, hey, you, like, you just never know what's going to mm -hmm. happen. And being a female all by yourself, sometimes that kind of stuff can get really scary too. So going back to the whole name thing. Like, I'm a firm believer in not monogramming your name on every single thing you own, and I know that's a really big deal for some parents, but I just don't feel like it's the right move. No, it's not. Well, I still remember when your mom got Drew a sweatshirt for the Red Wings, and it has his name Drew on it, and we never let him wear it. Like, he wore it in the house and random things, but outside of the house, we never let him wear that sweatshirt. Can I tell you that that was 10 years ago, and that sweatshirt <clears throat> is in his bedroom upstairs? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. Well, now we'll let him wear it. Yeah, now he can wear it. <laughs> wear it outside everywhere you want. So a lot of a lot of things in, in getting on that subject of child safety, and we can talk about that. That might be our next topic for next week, whatever sure. the case may yeah. be. Um, but when you're traveling in the car with kids, everybody wants to put their kid's name on the back of their car with the stupid little figurines. And I say stupid. I'm sorry if you What like about the zombie whatever. version? Yeah, the zombie version. Whatever. But don't have your kid's name on your vehicle. Right. That is, that, that is such a horrible idea. Yep. To have your kid's name on your vehicle. Yep. But we'll get into that at a later topic, later time for kids' safety. Right. Um, back to traveling with kids. Another great thing is collecting things. Right. Have your kid collect something um, along the trip. If you're going to the if you're going to the ocean, have them collect seashells. Um, what I wanted to do, and what I've still we still do, is anytime we go to a different beach, I want to get a little thing of sand. Yeah. That my kid is 
when my kid's with me, I want to get a little thing of sand. Um, that way they can see the sand on the Do beach. You get like the little almost pill bottles full of yeah, sand. Yeah, the little vial. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. But I think that's something neat. That's something that they can collect. That's something that they'll cherish. Um, postcards. Throw some postcards mm-hmm. out there. Every every gas station from yep. here to wherever has postcards in them. Yep. Grab a postcard. Yeah. Um, little trinkets, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, as adults, we collect shot glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, we do. You know, but, uh, older people out there, I don't think anybody young anymore, but older people out there, they collect uh, spoons. Yep. Mm, my grandma had a ton of those spoons. Did she really? Yeah, they. She had like a spoon carrier. People have them. Like, do you remember on Breaking Bad? That was one of the things that she stole in one of the first episodes. Was she went into somebody's house and she had all the spoons in the thing, and she took one of the spoons out of it. Took one of the. <laughs> I'm, anyway. I'm missing. I'm missing Nebraska. I need to pull that spoon. Hey, Andrew. But. Collecting different things, little trinkets, stuff like that. Yep. Hey, if you guys are listening out there, let us know what you suggest kids collect. What do yep. you? What did you collect? What do your kids collect? Let's get some audience, some viewership involved in this. I started doing keychain holders when I travel. I haven't done it in a long key time. Holders. But, well, not a keychain holder, but little keychains that say Tennessee or oh, Michigan okay. or whatever. And I did do those for a while, and that was pretty cool. T-shirts. We talked about that t-shirt subscription service a few weeks ago. You can also do t-shirts. Like, I buy Amanda t-shirts in airports and stuff like that, and it's that it's kind of cool, and it, just, it shows that you did stuff. Amanda had one time when we went to... It was when we went to Denver, and then you, Amy, and Drew had Denver t-shirts on when you went to Meyer. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy was like, hey, guys from Denver. <laughs> My friend Alex, uh, she collects... Harley Davidson shirts for her dad. Any, uh, anytime she goes too. to a new state, she gets a Harley Davidson shirt for her dad. I do those yeah, for Amanda's do dad. That, uh, for my dad. When we went to the Bahamas, we got him one. We were so excited that there was a Harley shop in the middle of the Bahamas. So use our debit card at the Bahamas. Like it was great. Yeah, we bought him a, yeah. a sweet Bahamas Harley shirt, and he thought it was the coolest thing. Oh, ever. there's there's a million like Hooters, Harley Davidson, um, Hard Rock Cafe. I don't know. The Hard Rock's not really. Big anymore as it no. used to be, it, it but used yeah, to be. it used to yeah. be the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I got a Hard Rock. When know, we were kids, I feel like that was the thing. Stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure. So make sure that there's something that they have that they collect that they remember that stuff by. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I think, might hit Drew a little bit, and would like a little feedback on this. Is is plan for older children as well? Yes. You know, so much of the time we always think about the younger kids. And what would excite the younger kids, but we leave the older kids behind. And not necessarily leave them behind at home, but we leave them behind in the thoughts of, we've planned this trip around what would excite the younger kids, but not necessarily the older kids. Mm-hmm. So you got to plan for the ages, keep them interested and excited. Um, one thing that I read and that I really thought was amazing was this family would go out and they had twins and then they also had a younger older sibling male older sibling and so the dad and the older sibling would separate from the wife and the twins one day during their trip and the dad and the younger the older sibling would go out and do something the older sibling wanted to do Hmm. so make sure that you're keeping them engaged yeah andrew do you feel that's a good thing yeah uh yeah That that was horrible 
It's a great response. I yeah. Guess. Hey, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we're there. So when we go on vacation, do you like to do your own thing? Mm, I like to do stuff with you guys, not just alone. In a oh. Sense. Right. So not necessarily being alone, though, Andrew. But what, wouldn't you like to think about things that, when you're on vacation with the family, that you would like to do? Yep. Like things that would excite you. Like maybe not things that were planned out by Andy and Amanda or your mom and her significant other and the kids, but somebody things that you would like to do, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, thank, Very good. Yes. Thanks for your comeback. Thanks for the yeah. feedback. Yeah. And then, like you Maybe. said, have fun okay. and enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. So, have fun and but, enjoy the trip. But again, like you said, any comments, feedback, anything you guys have, suggestions, other ideas that you've read about, things that you've, you've experienced, please let us know. Contact us at amanimedia.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Let us know those things. So, um, And then moving on from the kids segment... I feel like I talked a lot during that. I'm, we I did. apologize. You did. I got. I got. Long We're probably getting a lot of negative feedback. Probably about I, your man. You had like diarrhea of the mouth, like you had <laughs> diarrhea last week. I apologize, folks. I talked that's, a lot, but, but that's no big deal, Ben. So what we're going to do? I have to talk into the mic. So what we're going to do? Let's get this cheap beer. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're gonna so taste you some have beer. the cheap beers, right? We're going to taste some so beers. So one at a time, what we're going to do is taste cheap beers. So what happened is, what do we have tonight, Ben? Bushlight. Son of a gun. I brought that one out of my fridge. And that's, I don't even know how that got in there. <laughs> we have the largest beer I've ever Good just, Lord. <laughs> other than a 40 ounce, the 32 ounce beast, as it's commonly known as, Milwaukee's Best Light. Yes. I could not be more excited to try the Beast. The big one, as it's self-labeled, 25-ounce Bud Ice. Bud Ice. Hold on, we got scooted over. You may not be able to fit them all there. The 25-fluid ounces of Natural Light. Natty Light. And that's the big one, too. Oh, Competition, yeah. uh-huh. but I say natural light. Yeah. Both saying they're Hold the on, big. Are they ones. the same height? The natural just... light looks a little shorter. It does. Somebody, yeah, somebody got cheated a quarter of a centimeter. Uh oh. And then the blue ribbon. Blue ribbon. The blue ribbon. Why is it the blue ribbon? By the, the way, P B R. Because it says for a reason. The most awarded American lager in history is on our table. And it's shorter than everything else. <laughs> Other than the bush light. Because uh, it says it's the most awarded American lager in history. So just We're gonna put it back up there on the display case. If anybody wants to stop well, by and, and drink and the rest finish of these, these off, feel that free. would be appreciated. Boy, I tell you, that smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it that's not my cup of tea, but it's... So not. I do have to say, first off, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. I would agree. I would agree. I would assume there's some kind of chaser needed <laughs> on a regular <laughs> basis with this. Somebody like has you to do a PBR in a shot. Isn't that like a thing at bars? Babe, didn't we see that somewhere once? You get a PBR We could buy shot. a PBR in a shot, like in one purchase. It was like a buy one, get one type thing. You buy a PBR, you get a shot. I think, I think he probably... $30,000 in cash prizes for the winner of who 
can get their art who has the best art. So wow. And, and digital media. Six oh, winners total. There's two huh. categories. And uh, you can go to their website to enter. So it looks pretty cool. Very cool. So that's natural awesome. light. Holy cow. I've had Natty Light before. I it's had not to. Bad. This, is, this is actually my old float trip beer. This, this isn't is bad. I have a neighbor yeah. that that's all he drinks is Natty Light. Well, tell him to come down here and finish this 25 fluid ounces because we probably poured he two ounces He would be up it. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Natty Light. Look how... You can almost see through that. It's almost clear. Yeah. How did they do that? I think I think did they way. release non hops into it? <laughs> I have no idea. I've seen water that's darker than that. I you won't get into Flint, Michigan, looks like but a ginger beer. It does almost look like a ginger beer. You're right. Yeah. Uh, well, of course I'm right. <laughs> and just so you guys know, in 2008, Natural Light shocked the world, taking bronze at the World Beer Cup for what? American style light lager. That's like ten years ago, babe. They also, in 2011, became the first beer in space. Yeah, but all they had to do was, like, tape one to the space shuttle. Like, that's not that. <laughs> the story, there's a story? There's a story of the space or the story of the natural light? <laughs> Making Natty Light. Oh, okay. Okay. I could drink that. Not too bad. So, like I said, that's that was my old, old school float trip beer. I used to drink that right. on float trips just because you drink... A lot more, and I got that. Yeah. To that today, we were at the river with some um, folks or whatever, and a couple of them had Natty Light, and I was pretty yeah. impressest. I drink Bud Light, it's thirty pack, seven H, seventeen ninety nine. I don't know if it's still seventeen ninety nine. We probably shouldn't plug that because I have no idea if it's still. It's bad. inexpensive. It is it's inexpensive. twenty dollars or under usually. I did see though that they uh, they're running a special, and I don't know if they still have it, but. Yep. Uh, the they run in a summer beer, a summer brew, like a fifteen pack for ten ninety nine or something like that. Oh, that summer shanty, lemon yeah, shanty, the but lemon I, shanty. Look, that's a great price. The lemon shanty, though, it's not I that like good. It. Do you really? Yeah, I uh, like it. It's right. really good. We just drank it for a really long time. No, you're talking about summer. Yeah, you, you, she's summer about shanty, one and then there's lemon shanty, shanty yeah. by Shock Top. And we didn't like the lemon shandy by Shock Top all that much. That's true, but the grapefruit is my favorite. The Shock Top grapefruit Correct. is my favorite beer. The Ruby Besides Fresh. Rubeus. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did Russell finish that, by the way? Because I thought no. I saw that he was right. a pretty Wilson big deal. Was a big deal, yeah. And it was awful. And then I started drinking Guinness a long time later. I can't drink that now because it's like it's, it's like thick. a meal in a yeah, can. It's too thick. It's horrible. But I used to drink Molson Ice all the time and. By the way, what does this say? It is 5.5% alcohol by volume. Is that big? Is that 5. a big 5. deal? Well, normal beer is 3.2, so That's 5. a big 5. deal. Natty's 4.2, so yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And it's 25 full ounces. Full ounces. Full, not half ounces. Well, let's give Bud Ice a try, shall we? God, I haven't drank anything like this in... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I expect that. During this podcast, I expect that. It's better if you take it all in at once. Yeah, it's not good if you take sips. It's not that bad. Like, it's not horrible, right? Like, if I was a gentleman on a budget, so far, I would probably choose the butt ice. Really? Is it because of the ABV or is it because of the...
Because Milwaukee's Best nope. Light aspires to be the nope. best choice to share because it believes that the best times are spent kicking back. Milwaukee's Best Light features premium taste without the premium price. Well, I get the premium price side, but the taste is it's not, not up to standard. No, I did, that's the first one I did. But I drank it. You, you took that like a shot. And they, they sell, sell it at B&H. They sell it at B&H, pack. yeah. They sell it yeah. a six-pack, too. Six-pack oh, bottles, I? yeah. You should have gotten it. I should have. I, I saw Morris Jr. on Life PD. was like, Daddy, Daddy, baby. I saw I'm it. Like, that <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> I saw I mean, it. First off, you're almost on copyright infringement with Natty Light. <laughs> right. But it's it's the same distributor, same brewer. So, I mean, you're not really copyright infringement. But, yeah. it's That doesn't really taste like anything. I'm gonna, you know what? You gotta like clean your palate. Mm-hmm. I just saw that Bush does a Bush Ice. Shut up. Maybe, maybe that's what we should have done. Just like Bush Ice is five point nine percent. Ooh, hey, should we just like? do the Battle of the Ices? The Battle of the Isis. 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 Okay. And not Isis. <laughs> I mean. I was gonna say we're already battling ISIS. Bush light is four point one. No, I gotta say, I gotta say those pictures. What's Bush NA? Non-alcoholic. Ew! Who the hell would drink that? It has alcohol in it. What did it have? Point four. Yeah. I like that they put there's protein. We need to get ourselves some Bush ice. There's a gram of protein in that. Yeah, right. Do you have a frog yeah. in your throat? Yeah, I do. <laughs> It's called Terrible. Make sure you subscribe. Even if it's not tonight, if you watch on demand, we also appreciate that. And like you said, Drew, what's the whole statement that you said last week? What do we got to do? Follow us on Facebook. I don't know if Amanda put that up this week or not. You're just subscribe to um, right now. (laughs) Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Dadbot Podcast, and listen to us on iTunes and Google Play. And I, any other providers that Alexa, are carried. Yeah. Alexa's live now. So I did see, and I, I got a message from somebody that we are lagging a little bit and pausing. Tonight? Yeah, and pausing Shut on YouTube a little bit. However, God damn it. Maybe maybe next week's Get Off Your Ass segment needs, needs to be Bay's ET. Well, you said you know the guy. Chris Bay, get off your ass! Yeah, you need to get a hold of Chris Bay. I will. Okay. I'm going to call them again and have another 45-minute conversation. That'll get nothing same done. Same conversation that you right. have. And we're even broadcasting at 480p today, which is less than a meg bandwidth. And if it's pausing and lagging, then... It's terrible. It's fucking awful. It pisses me off. Yeah. Anyway. Next week... You don't want to hear us bitch about the shitty internet. I am fucking you up. Oh, oh hot, is that the hot sauce thing? Hot sauce. But well, we're not doing that hot chip challenge. No. Fuck that, I do it. I, I will do. The hot nut challenge? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're we're going to do that. 